Welcome to another episode of Cocktail Hour con las primas. Welcome to our fourth episode. Um, this one will be recorded by me, Lenny only, because Jasmine cannot make it. So just to fill you in, I'm currently in Sacramento with our second guest on the podcast, and I'll introduce her in a little bit. But Jasmine couldn't make it, so she in here in spirit. I promise. Uh (laughs) So let me just give you guys a little update on what the fuck has been going on. Um, Like I mentioned, um, fortunately, Jasmine's not going to be on this episode. Um, She couldn't be here for the interview. Things happened. We just couldn't link up to record together this week. Um, But bitch, I have shit to say. I don't got time to be waiting. And I cannot wait another week for you guys to hear what the hell has been going on. I'm so fucking excited, y'all. So let me just get into it and spill the tea. Okay, so last episode, we were talking. um, Okay, I had confirmed that there was going to be a date with Charcucci Boy for that Thursday before I left to Sacramento for the 4th of July weekend. Did wine night happen? Negative. But bitch, we met up at the Dodger Stadium. What? <laughs> yes, we did. Um, Yeah, so last minute, there were some changes, but we still hung out. We still saw each other. So technically, that was our second time seeing each other. Um, if I was right, it was cool. It was light. It was fun. Um, It was good to see him. You know what I'm saying? Get to see his little cute little face. But then, that was that. Nothing really out of the ordinary happened um yeah so that was thursday then i left friday to sacramento i flew out first thing i did i went out i got ready real quick i went out with the girls for my internship um caught up with them had some drinks we went to doco it was fun on saturday shout out to mckiss for letting me stay at her place that's like my go-to like freaking airbnb every time i'm in zach we went to a little pool party where we kind of pre-gamed there and then we came back to the house and we got ready to hit downtown you guys i don't know what it was i don't know what it was but bitch i felt like the baddest bitch that stepped on the fucking earth like that weekend and even now like i don't know my mood's been like super great i don't know if it's the moon if you guys have been seeing the moon lately that bitch has been shining amazing like yes i'm living i'm here for it like give me more um but yeah like i looked bomb and both outfits you guys i wore a two-piece i mean i had a cover-up but still i wore a two-piece would lenny like a year ago wear a two-piece like that no but bitch i did um and i looked bomb humbly but you know i was serving looks left and right um but yeah we got back we got dressed i put on my little outfit for downtown another little two-piece moment 
super cute we hit downtown we got pretty litty actually i'm not gonna front we kept i just kept taking shots because you know that's how, that's that's what your girl does and we went to i think it was in doko area again too we went to this bar which i can't remember what it was but they had like a little rooftop type of moment and we just kept getting shots after shots i'm telling you guys by like the end of the night like me and mckay's like the guys were trashed and me and mckay's apparently which i don't honestly i don't remember this but we kept wanting to go out so one of um escrow's boys like he accompanied us and walked us to another bar and i guess we were in line trying to get in but the bouncer said no not tonight you guys are trashed um so we ended up just going back to the hotel we got our, our lift back home and by that time like me and McKay's, like we were good like we were like craving food escrow was over there knocked out so we're like fuck that like let's go get food we got food and <laughs> the way to get food oh my god this is so embarrassing i ended up calling dun dun dun, dun charcucci you guys no i freaking i didn't even drunk text I'm, I'm pretty sure i did probably but i drunk called a fucking dude don't want to do it again take my phone away you guys whoever i'm with just take it away i kind of remember what we talked about i mean it, it was a short conversation i think it was only like 10 minutes but i had mckay with me on the phone and she kind of like i think she asked him a question which you know i, I kind of don't want to disclose every little detail but it was a cute little conversation um me and mckay's we got our food we were grubbing we went home had a serious ass conversation you guys like back in the day obviously we were out we were neos we partied literally monday through saturday and which sounds really bad actually but every time on the weekends or whenever like every time we would like at the end of the night or the next morning we'd get together spill the beans say what we did or what we didn't do but mostly what we did y'all um and we would just talk our shit and spill the beans and say our sex stories or whatever the hell what happened who got it in with who what happened any fights any drama just everything almost 10 years later it's nine right now but like we in, at the end of the night we instead of like talking about who was gonna get it in with who or like you know the updating updates we were talking about freaking baby names and that's how you know we're fucking getting old we're at that moment where like half of our friends are parents are pregnant and having baby showers and popping kids left and right and the other half is not with it yet like we're still trying to like live the fuck out of our 20s even our 30s like we're just doing our shit which is great too so we're at that weird stage but yeah that night i ended up telling her my future baby names bitch i don't even got a baby daddy yet what the fuck is that but i remember waking up the next morning and being like did that conversation really just happen it was fucking funny i was living for it and so that was saturday on sunday we had plans to go to a bottomless mimosas for brunch with a couple of our friends and we hit we did that we hit downtown in the morning. I think it was like around 
between 11 or 1, I can't really remember. But surprisingly, I woke up pretty good. I woke up just super thirsty, which is normal, duh. But I didn't feel like super nauseous or anything, so I was so happy. I was ready to get um, a little tipsy off some mimosas or a lot tipsy off of some mimosas. I was excited. Um, so after mimosas, we walked to Doko again. And we went to Polanco, which is a bar that I was with. It's like a restaurant bar that I was with on Friday night with the girls. So we went there. We got um, some cocktails. The mojitos were bomb. And you guys, I am telling you, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was, bitch. But I just felt like that fucking bitch. And I'm like feeling like super confident. And then like in the back of my mind, I had... You know, that saying from episode three, how Jasmine, you know, didn't shoot her shot from like the Buffalo Wild Wings guy. And I'm like, no, I cannot let a moment pass. Like if I'm out and I find a cute guy or I see somebody that's attractive that appears to be single, you guys, you guys do not want to get into some fights because I definitely don't. Obviously, I'm not going to go up to a guy that's, you know, has his arm around a girl like duh. But I told myself, like, if I ever see a guy that's attractive or, you know, is giving me, like, a certain look, I'm gonna be like, fuck it, like, I'm approach him, I'm gonna ask for his number or I'll give him mine, like, let's fucking go, Loki has summer, let's be out, you guys. So, I fucking did it. Uh, the bartender was, he was a little cute. He, he was, I don't know what it was, but I was finding him very attractive. I don't know, because I was buzzing no he was cute he was cute he was a little ginger white boy guy he had something going on for him you know what i'm saying so i ended up asking for his number um and i'll put the i'll put a little video of of it on our instagram but because i caught it on tape too oh my god look at me who am i um but that happened but i never really i got the number but I did not really call him. It was just more of like a confidence boost for me on my end. That the fact that I actually went up to somebody and, you know, had the courage to ask for their number and received it. Hello. Um, but that was that. The rest of the Sunday was super like fun vibes. Um, Diki came from Stockton. We had a good time. Went to, I think we did like a barbecue after. Um at McKay's and yeah and that was that I went to sleep I took a lift to the airport the next morning I think yeah because I had an early flight and then you guys so I came back to LA on the 4th of July right well that Saturday guess who she went out with so I had a little arrangement date thing going on with Charcucci boy we met up Saturday and we actually had our fucking wine night. The thing we were supposed to do at the first day we were supposed to meet, we were supposed to have like a little wine night date going on, which I canceled like I think twice. So that never happened. But on Saturday after 4th of July, which was what, 10 days ago or like the 9th, we did it. We had, you guys, we had the wine night. Stop it. We had, we had the wine night. He actually did his little charcuterie char char board whatever however the hell you pronounce it it's charcuterie y'all he little he arranged it he did his little cute little thing we had a couple bottles of wine they were red they were good 
such a good vibe. Um, you guys, I don't know, like, the time with him, it flows. It's, like, I don't have to try too hard. Like, I don't feel, like, too nervous. Like, obviously, I get nervous because, bitch, he's fine. And do I like him? I don't know. Do I like him? I don't know. I don't know, you guys. I mean, I don't not like him. Um, I like spending time with him, like... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Should I make this into a summer fling? What what should I do? Should I pursue this into something more serious? Should I just keep doing what we're doing and just getting to know each other and going out on dates and like spending time with each other? I don't know. Like I'm telling you guys, this is new territory for me, but that's where I'm at right now. Um, but anyways, let me talk about the wine night because yeah, we did not just drink wine. Let me tell you that. Um, we had some crackers and salami no i'm kidding so during wine night we had a conversation obviously we were talking getting to know each other and he started talking about like his past relationship or ships ship uh, i think it was one in particular and then that was pretty long which it it didn't throw me off but i was just like oh shit like that was like a long time you know what i'm saying um just because you know like i have no experience so, like more than two years with somebody and it not working out it's just like fuck it like it sucks you know like that's two years of your life but um he just disclosed like his little background on that and then he like <laughs> he went to ask me so what about you and you guys Every time, every fucking time I'm talking to a guy and I, I, I mention what I'm about to say, they either hit me with the, oh my God, what's wrong with you? Or like, stop, you're lying. And bitch, that's so annoying. Like, I know, like, I know, I know it's crazy. Don't tell me that because then I get in my head, like, what the fuck is wrong with me? But I know nothing's wrong with me. It's just, it's just never my time. It hasn't been my time, you know? So he pursued to ask me, so when was your last relationship? And I kind of like paused, obviously, because I kind of knew what was coming. He was either going to say, stop, you're lying, or, or, oh my God, what's wrong with you? Like, why haven't you, you know, have, had a boyfriend or a relationship or whatever? But I told him, I went on and I told him, well, I've never had a boyfriend or relationship. You guys, the way this dude's face changed, it wasn't bad. It kind of just like lit up. Like if he was like hella excited and that threw me off. Like I, I kept saying like, you know, it was probably just never my time and da da da, da but I couldn't focus because the way his face changed and I was like what do you feel like you're looking at a unicorn right now or something and he's like hell yeah <laughs> I don't know I thought that was just so funny but yeah I got hella shy I'm like fuck like this I don't know why it was I don't know it was just kind of like embarrassing but like a cute little moment um and yeah we just kept talking throughout the night the evening I think we had three bottles. I want to say we had three bottles. And eventually, the sun went down. The moon went up. And I'm telling y'all, it's that moon. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. We ended up in his bedroom, right? Just for a little, like, cuddle thing. And I have a deal with him. That I am going to say. I have a deal with him. Um, he knows I have a podcast. Um, but we have a deal. He can't listen to it. And he said, okay, I'm not going to listen to it 
but the deal is you have to give me back massages and I'm like okay sure work let's go just because you guys I'll get super shy and I don't want to hold back on the on the podcast just because you know someone I like is listening Oila, someone I like oh my god who am I um but anyway so I owed him a massage um so I'm like, okay, let's go. We went to the bedroom. We were just chilling. He put on friends. Um, very comfortable. I didn't feel like, you know, I, I didn't feel weirded or I didn't feel like pressed or I didn't feel like uncomfortable for sure. It's like we were just, you know, being cute or whatever. And I gave him his little massage. And then once I was done, he put his shirt back on. We were watching friends. Yeah, that's what he put on. We were watching friends. And we kind of, you know, got a little close. We we did a little cuddling moment. Um and I don't know I don't know what it was, y'all, but bitch. We started making out. We started yeah, it, the room just started to get a little warm, you know what I'm saying? And was I expecting to get it in? Of course not. Did I? Let's just say Hear ye, hear ye. Loquillas, loquillos. Public service announcement. The driest spell has officially ended. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Homeboy went to Titty Town. What the fuck what did you guys expect? I mean, was I surprised? Mm, was I surprised? Actually, I don't know. Was I? I was more nervous than surprised. I mean, I think with him, because of how things were going... I already felt like, okay, like, I wouldn't mind, you know, giving him a ticket to Titty Town. Because uh, I thought he was worthy of it, okay? Um, and <laughs> he very much was worthy of it. You guys, it was awesome. I have told you guys about my first, uh, which was Los. I've told you guys about paul who wasn't shit who still isn't shit i've told you guys about glasses guy who is way up there who else have i told you guys about baseball hat guy but charcucci charcucci got it going on i even think mm, okay he's like so close to being to passing like glasses guy which is my best bang ever so that should alone tell you something you guys it was just such a great time it was just such a great time um but i was very nervous but like i i say green light i gave him a ticket bitch come validate that shit <laughs> um he did end up going down on me um and i have noticed like even with glasses guy after paul like i've you know paul fucked it up for me big time so even with glasses guy in miami like when he went down like i noticed like my body just like is low-key traumatized like once i like i know like they're heading down there I, like i like low-key kind of get stiff or freeze just because i'm expecting the absolute worst like i'm expecting teeth like i just fuck ugh, paul fucked me up so bad i hate him for that um but you guys like charcucci got it like i don't know what it is i don't know what it is but low-key he could be my little teacher he could be like somebody i could have fun with experience new things with experience the kinks like and i'm down for that 
so down for that but he's also like a potential low-key like i could see it just being more than friends with benefits but you know like for it getting more serious i'm still kind of scared like i don't know if i'm like i i want it but i don't know like i don't know it's just like too much like unknown territory for me and i just bitch out at every like little thing when it comes to commitment um but that i'm willing to explore but sex is great he was great very respectful like honestly i don't have any like bad things to say about that night do i i don't think so i don't think so um (laughs) that was last saturday and the first thing i did when i got home you guys i ran up those stairs i unlocked the door i went straight to my room grabbed my fucking diary grabbed a pen and bitch i wrote that shit in there i wrote the date i think i wrote the time (laughs) i'm like bitch my dry spell it's almost been a year i think or it has already the last guy i had sex with was glasses guy y'all and that was in miami of 2021 so bitches it's been a minute not that i have not done other things but like sex 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 no it's been it's been a minute y'all that's all i gotta say so yeah i wrote that shit in there because if it's not in my diary then that shit did not happen y'all know what i'm saying but let me tell you so that was that so let me tell you guys about this weekend okay so it started with thursday ew so okay we have me and chakuchi have been like i don't know why i said ew but yeah like ew like i'm noticing like we have been hanging out a lot like at least once every week which is great it's not too overwhelming for me i think any more dates than that would just like overwhelm me um but we hung out on thursday went to the movies and that was cute cute little moment friday we were supposed to go to pico like how me and jasmine planned with everybody all the girls friends were supposed to fly down uh shit happened it did not go according to plan but i still went and so did a couple more people and my cousin she ended up going like last minute too and that was just like so much fun i feel like it just worked out and the girls from up north my friends like they're just gonna have to come next month and we're gonna have to like experience it again and this time we have to go early because we didn't show up at that door till like 10 and it was late and it was packed but i still had a fucking blast like it was just so much fun the ambiente was like perfect our vibe was perfect like we were just having a good ass time like i am actually like super like enjoying summer like this is like the best summer that i've never had in la because i've never really had like a like a great summer in la it's always been like in sack or they've been like shit but this time like the bar is set and i'm ready to go out like i've like how i mentioned before but that was friday saturday we went to the mlb all-star or like celebrity game or something bitch the one that bat bunny was at initially like i had told my cousin not to like let me know of like what activities we were gonna do on the weekend so i could have an itinerary for the girls that were coming to fly in I think we wanted to go dancing or something but those plans fell through and i asked her like hey what are you doing like y'all i was ready to throw a party my family was out of town that weekend um i was ready to get crunk like i was bitch i was ready the streets were calling and i was answering every day and she said that they were thinking about going to the game and i'm like bitch just get the tickets let me know and i'll apple pay you right now and so she did 
and she got them like on thursday i think and so like friday when i met up with all the girls and my cousins i told my cousin about it and i'm like if you want to go get your ticket i'll pick you up like let's fucking roll so it was another fun time like i took a bottle of champagne i took some juice i picked up my cousin we went to um close to the Dodgers stadium i parked my car popped that bottle open i served the mimosas my cousin swooped us up we went inside the stadium we were drinking having the time of our lives we had like a little paloma we were just waiting for bat bunny at the end of the day um we saw our boyfriend bat bunny and a couple of the of other celebrities that were cool it was just the vibe after like it was like in the afternoon or evening <laughs> me and my cousin were like finally able to eat because we were like low-key hungover but like we weren't hungover to the point of like non-functioning we just like weren't hungry or like didn't want to eat um but we were just mainly just like hydrating ourselves and like having a like a paloma here and there um but the vibe was fine and then becky g performed after we stayed for the concert we got tacos after it was just a fun night super fun and then i wake up on sunday morning really just planning to chill and stay home and I, bitch i got another call from the streets did i hang up or answer bitch i answered what the fuck <laughs> my friend v she just came back from colombia and she was initially gonna stop by on friday for pico at least for the pregame but shit happened but she said she was good to go now and wasn't gonna go to work till wednesday so she asked me like if i wanted to go out grab some lunch or something before then to let her know and i'm like great what are you doing right now what are you doing today and she said nothing i'm like perfect like let's go out i'll be ready in like two three four hours and i souped her up and went to downtown we hit up that truly la spot you guys should go it's really good all the ones i've tried were pretty bomb the um pineapple mojito thing super bomb i liked the guava frozen slushy thing they had super good but those are like the only drinks i tried i think because obviously i don't want to get trashed i hit up my cousin nat and she ended up swooping by too with her friend and we just had a good time then we went to el patrones i think that's what it's called in downtown we had some like some snacks some food and another margarita and we were just like having a good time we made plans for like the end of summer in two weeks we're just trying to get like our summer itinerary like set so we're just talking and like you know just having a good time like just enjoying the night you know what i'm saying something chill that was that and it was great that was my weekend that was my update and just so you guys know i do have another date lined up with charcucci you guys let me know what i should do let me know i want your insights at the end of the day i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do but i just still want to see what y'all have to say should i you know like just let me know i would love to hear you guys' opinion on what i should do with charcucci boy we just know like the sex is awesome and he's great should i like initially i i said i don't want any commitment like for the summer like i'll think about it after but bitch i'm thinking about it right now like what do i want to do should it be like a summer fling like you know like how they had it in greece like summer loving happened so fast i don't know you guys let me know i'm excited i'm excited i'm all i'm living for it 
it's been great <laughs> all right you guys that's my update um enjoy today's episode okay you guys so we're just gonna get into it um our second guest it is with great honor love and excitement that i get to introduce this person to the podcast she is a young woman who has persevered despite the bad hands that she's dealt with she's a true definition of a little bad bitch a few years ago she even gave me a glimpse of what motherhood might look like for me in the future and she is here today to share her story on some shit um help me welcome little miss jada cha hey y'all it's pretty ling in this bitch <laughs> ling ling <laughs> so so give us a little introduction of who ling ling is who is miss jada cha hey y'all what's gucci so first things first i am asian i am 18 years old i am from south sacramento and yeah i'm a bad bitch i'm a mother <laughs> <laughs> no drama <laughs> period so i know you're still young um and your childhood wasn't that long ago but what was your childhood like i would say is it was definitely bittersweet like there was definitely like some things that like i took personal that i feel like that shit still fucks with me to this day mm -hmm. and like i feel like that's why like i'm such a sensitive bad bitch you know because like like you're sensitive but bitch you try to put up a front all the time yeah 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 i really like, do i really do like mm -hmm. I, I really be fine i'd be like nah fuck that but really deep in my heart i'd be like damn you know apart but yeah yeah so once what's one good memory that you off the top of your head have of your childhood um <laughs> i would say definitely like getting to know different like counselors mm -hmm. and like because i feel like when i got when i took my time out to like get to know these different people first i was stubborn bitch i was like no like i'm not about to open up to y'all tell y'all my problems just so y'all can go snitch on me in the end like <laughs> you know that's what i thought of it as but mm -hmm honestly like all that helped me out like having counselors like every single fucking day of the week getting pulled out of class all the time like yeah i was fed up with it but it really did help me out mm -hmm. so i feel like that's a good memory i guess you can say what about like growing up or like with your family or something is there any like mm. like when you think of your childhood what's like the memory on top of of out, uh, out the top of your head that you like definitely when i was like five or six years old not having shit to worry about and like going <laughs> out with my parents for sure because they would buy me whatever the fuck i wanted uh -huh. you know yeah. i was a little spoiled, spoiled. <laughs> yeah i was a little spoiled not gonna lie i was a little spoiled um i have two older brothers but i didn't grow up with them really mm -hmm. so you know i was like the baby girl so yeah i kind of got the center of attention so wherever i would go like you know, I was a I was a star bitch. <laughs> you guys. So a little background info. So Jada is actually she's one that's been in the system for how long? I mean, since I was like twelve. I'm eighteen right now. Typically, I'm still in it. Yeah, you're like in Technically, the. I mean, ex what's it called? Extended, extended um, foster care. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Okay, but you've been in it since you were 12, like six years ago? Six years in? Yeah, I would say. Yeah, six years. Yeah, so just, oh shit, this locked. So just to paint you guys a little picture, um, shit happened, which we'll get into right now, but she ha- she's in the foster system, which is kind of going to be the next thing we're going to talk about. So let's get into it. So into it, yeah. what's the backstory like so one day um I, I went to school and when i came home like my grandpa he picked me up from school and like my mom at the time like god knows where she was okay y'all i had, I had a fucked up story we're gonna get into it y'all okay mm-hmm. but so like my we came home and then my grandpa like he was like oh like the cps they're looking for you they're gonna come take you mm-hmm. he was almost like bitter towards me you know mm-hmm. so i was like oh here like here we go with this shit like i think he called them on me mm-hmm. and so like literally like two days before this like he was weird like he was a drunkie he would try to like touch on me or mm-hmm. whatever so i wasn't fucking with that so i was already upset at the fact so i was just thinking so many things in my head mm-hmm. when they actually came the cps and like wait so you were like 12 at this at this time did you know yeah. what like cps was yeah i did because okay. when i was in kindergarten Ooh. bitch cps came and they talked about it. and i told them bitch i was like my parents hit me with the fly swatter in the middle <laughs> For us, it's bitch, definitely the chancla. Yours is the fly swatter. Yes, bitch, a fly, bitch, the metal piece. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, but I know that day when I went home, they was like, oh, we have to buy food for that uh, house now. We got to clean up the fridge, and they're gonna mm. take you away. My uh, my grandpa, he took me to like Goodwill or some shit. Bitch, we was poor back then. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm gonna buy you this because I think they're gonna take you away today. I was like, uh, now I think about it, I'm like, shit, this is fucked up. <laughs> Y'all not gonna do shit. I didn't know that. <laughs> Bitch, yes, I literally never told you that, but no, let me let me Okay, I'm get getting off track. No, but like so like the dude he asked me, he was like, Do you want to talk about this outside or do you want to talk about it in here? And I mm-hmm. looked at him, then I looked at my grandpa and I was like, We could talk about it in here. Mm-hmm. And bitch, I was about to spill the beans. And he was just like, Are you sure? Like he looked at my grandpa, he's like, Are you sure? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Okay, let's go outside then. Cause I was thinking like, okay, like is he trying to tell me something? Yeah. Like I was clueless. Okay, like I didn't, I didn't call them. Shit, I don't know what the hell going on. Yeah. And then so, we went downstairs and he was like, um, like are you like you know shit like are you loved? Are you clothed? Are you fed? Shit like that. And mm-hmm. I was just like, you know me, I'm just like yeah, of course, you know, like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then <laughs> so we talked about it outside and I straight up told him, you know, like I don't feel comfortable here. You know, like it's just weird, like. Like, you know, my grandfather at the time, he like he like I said, he was a drunkie, so he would come home and like he would make weird comments to me and I let the CPS worker know about that. Mm-hmm. I was young at the time, like I didn't know what the fuck, you know, was gonna happen, but he was just like, Do you have a relative's house you can stay at or a friend's house? And I was like, Clearly not, you know, like yeah. if I did, I wouldn't be going through this. Right. So he just kept like pressing me about it. He's like, are you sure? Are you sure? And I'm like, I don't have no one. I don't know no one I can call. Like, I promise you. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to take you somewhere where you're going to stay there for a little bit. Just pack three days worth of clothes. They're going to buy you everything you need. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck did I listen? I literally only packed three outfits and like one pair of shoe. They took me to the fucking children's receiving home, bitch, on mm-hmm. Auburn Boulevard. <laughs> Wait, really? I swear to God. And I was like mad confused because I was just like oh okay like i think they're just gonna put me here for a few days and they're gonna send me back home Mm -hmm. i don't know shit about being in the system yeah and so they took me there and then i went to like the 
what is that shit called when they like um like book you in or some shit like that like intake yeah yeah i went into intake uh-huh. and i was in there oh y'all <clears throat> so later on we're gonna we're gonna talk about some men right just remember those are fine ass i may open there y'all okay just remember that okay okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but girl i was in there for like three hours then they finally moved me into like a dorm and then yeah that's when shit started getting cracking okay so that's when you first entered the system right yeah and the only time mm-hmm. really <gasps> that's why cps came no i swear to god because one month before that i stabbed my mom's boyfriend that was on that that, that that's, that's it, it. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch is a kid that, that's what i read that's what i read <laughs> that's what i was that's what she's was like, on the paperwork she's like, <laughs> <laughs> okay so what happened so you got checked in into the dorms or whatever yeah and then it was like pretty late at night so like i think i just took a shower that night went to bed woke up the next morning like it's literally like mini jail bitch you have to wake up and program you have to wake up and do a chore you gotta wake up and go eat or you ain't gonna eat again they literally only feed you like fucking twice bitch and that uh-huh. shit's like terrible I don't know how the fuck I was managing, but I still kept all that weight on me. So how long did you stay at the CRH, the receiving home? I stayed there for like two months until um, they were literally like forcing me to like go to like this one lady's house. My foster placement? Yeah, she was like an older uh, black lady and she had like fucking 11 kids, dude. Like she adopted all of them. But you know. She had room for all those she had a fat ass house 13 acres oh that she had was, a whole ass ranch she this girl had <laughs> sheep's back <laughs> bitch she had sheep's back <laughs> oh man bitch i said good morning bye <laughs> But you didn't want to stay there? Why? I didn't want to stay there because she was fucking weird, bro. Like, okay, first of all, Miss <coughs> D, okay? Miss D, she was cool as fuck. I called her Mama D, whatever, you know, the rest of her name, whatever it was. Because she, I love her. If you ever see this, bitch, I fuck with you. <laughs> but yeah, like, so she was the one she was telling me. She was like, they have a placement for you. They want to take you to Circus Circus out of Reno. Da, da, da. And I was like, okay, something's not right here. Because in order to take me to circus circus in such a short time they wanted to take me that same day mm. and she was just like no, no no it was a day before literally one day i was like okay whoever the fuck my social worker is she don't even keep in contact with me so there's no fucking way she approved of this for me to go out of state mm-hmm. anyone that belongs to the state of california can't leave you and cannot fucking leave yeah notice. yeah you can't so i was like okay something's not right but then i was like Oh, who knows? Maybe maybe we are going. <laughs> maybe Doris going to No, bitch. I was... Okay, this bitch was a scam, okay? Look, so I get there, right? And uh-huh. it's fucking late. It's already like 7. I'm like, when are we going, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, well, we're going to take a late night trip. Oh, um, auntie that's supposed to take us, she not coming because she's at work still. Da-da-da-da. I'm like, oh, okay, so I see what's going on. So I wait an hour, wait another two hours. I get ready to go to bed. So as soon as I get there, they're all braiding my hair and shit, like in singles. But they get done with it that same night. Mm-hmm. So I go wash my face. There's fucking beeswax all over my fucking face. <laughs> mm-hmm. And 
when I came out, I had like sweatpants on, and she was like, "Oh, we don't do that around here." I was like, "What the?" Mm-hmm. F- you know, in my head, I'm like, "What the fuck is she talking about?" Mm-hmm. And she took me to the room, and she was like, "Look." some shit about like we don't do that because uh, back then like her kids tried to touch each other or some something like that really? and me being young like i didn't think about it i was like okay well they're not here now you know so yeah whatever and so i just i said whatever i took it off and i think i changed into like shorts and she was like oh that's better and i was like what so what pants compared to shorts yeah i was like okay anyways but uh-huh. no she was just weird y'all like then the next morning like she got hella mad because like her daughter mm-hmm. she had a fucking big ass family y'all yeah if i was a part of that family like which i was cool with them it's just the mom i had weird it was weird with her yeah. so i was calling them auntie uncle cousin i was calling them all that <laughs> shit already it was like my second day there mm-hmm. and then like so basically like my aunt didn't want to clean up after her shit so mm-hmm. my cousins didn't want to help me Mm. and so i had to sweep it up and i was like they everybody was just watching me and i was like oh hell no you guys are gonna let me i'm your guest yeah i'm not fully adopted yet so i was like okay that's that's number two you acting weird then i kept telling her for hella days like can i leave can i leave she was like your social worker said that your bed is gone i called fucking the receiving home and they were like your bed's not gone you're on hold your bed's on hold for overnight visit you're not Mm-hmm. so that's when i started tripping i was like y'all need to call my worker asap because something's going on here yeah that same day when i left which was on a monday i was supposed to leave on uh saturday night girl she home me for like two days but the no who was she? she's like she would have been like my aunt but she was like young like me mm-hmm. she was like oh like i wasn't supposed to tell you this but everybody in this family here has did something with each other before i just want to let you know Mm. I'm like that's fucking gross yeah that's concerning yeah so I told yeah so you ended up telling people from CRH that or nah um I did but you know that one like they didn't give a fuck yeah Mm. I mean they gave a fuck but to an extent you know yeah so it was like whatever so you went back to CRH yeah I went back to CRH and then um that's when okay so y'all before i went off like this dude that i was messing with girl we was fucking with each other okay (laughs) well he i knew he he had hoes but me on the other hand like i was young and i i like i lived by loyalty so deep that i was just like if you're not gonna be disloyal to your friends don't do that shit to your lover Mm -hmm. because then you're not wanting you know so I was mm-hmm. just like, I'm not going to do no shit to him because, like, that's just not me. Mm-hmm. So that dude was doing other shit. Bitch, why when I come back, he's fucking with my friend. Mind mm-hmm. you, I was beating bitches up with this girl that he's fucking with. And, like, he didn't want to talk about it or nothing. Bitch, I was hurt because I was like... And I didn't give him no pussy, bitch. I feel like that's <laughs> where I went wrong because he was older no. than me. No, that's why we're wrong in his book. Uh-huh. yeah so that's and i was like let's be right. clear y'all. yeah let's be clear because i ain't giving up no 90 round here i was only fucking like 13 at the time mm-hmm. let's talk about it that. was crazy okay <laughs> Fuck, let me sit up bitch because okay i'm classy now y'all i'm bougie and classy now but we're gonna get hood real quick okay okay show us what you came from so look so look i don't know what the fuck was going on it was so in the receiving home, we had, like, dorms, right? Mm-hmm. So, I was, I don't remember, like, dorm three. We are funking it with, like, dorm six, which is, like, the older girls. Mm-hmm. So, you little-ass girls. 
<laughs> we were <laughs> young. Girl, we was no older than 18. And I'm barely 18 right now. We was fucking funking it. Like, it was literally like four girls from this dorm. Mm-hmm. And then like fucking 10 girls from this dorm. I kid you not. Like, that shit was crazy. And we would literally like stand in a fucking circle and just punch the fuck out of each other until the like the staff members would break it up. But I forgot what the fuck it was about. I just remember that night like hella girls started coming out and like people's shit started getting thrown into the pool people started like bumping into each other and just socking each other like crazy shit like that mm-hmm. and you know what's crazy the girl that i fought she lives she used to live in this motherfucking house i i kid you not really i swear to god in this fucking exact house really but no like so <laughs> let me tell you why i was so close with this girl it was her and this other girl and this other girl, um, not the one that tried to do that whole shit with, mm-hmm. you know, my dude. Okay, so <laughs> this one girl, we just gonna call her, um, we gonna call her T. Mm-hmm. This bitch T let us in to sneak into the dorms because everything is like gated up, literally. Like mm-hmm. there's fucking chairs blocked off so we won't get in. Like we were really beast mode in that bitch. Like really? it was bad, dude. Like this, some of the staff had to stay overnight. Mm-hmm. It's cause like we were literally like we was like y'all plotting. we was fucking plotting like some prisoners be plotting to shank your ass and get away with it. That's how we was like literally we was like oh at this time like we know they ass gonna go to sleep the staff members. Mm-hmm. Then that's when, like we we tried to do that one time but they locked that shit of course cause it's fucking nighttime. Mm-hmm. So when we got let through through the back the girl T she was like signaling us to come in and she was like i'm gonna let you guys know right now they're all in the living room Mm -hmm. so in the dorms there's two girls per one room Mm -hmm. and there's like three rooms so in this one there was four and they're all lined up like this around the room Mm -hmm. and there's hella fucking girls and there's like two staff members bitch that girl t closed the door and mind you you're not supposed to have the door closed over there in the crh around that time mm-hmm. so she closed it and the staff members didn't notice yet mm-hmm. so we literally just looked at each other and we we're like y'all ready bitch on three we finna go out there and bust these bitches in their shit and we literally just all like ran out and we all ran up on someone and i remember who i ran up on was the girl that lived in this house and like i don't know with me and her it's always been like a I don't know we would fight and then we'll get along and then we'll fight and get along mm-hmm. it was weird y'all it was that weird shit i was crazy i was a crazy ass bitch when i was young <laughs> clearly y'all <laughs> i had some mental <laughs> some mental issues okay so fights um when did you like what was next after crh um after crh was uh oh that's when one night like hella fucking late this this time it was for real late as fuck it was like 11 at night they sent me off to a group home in orangeville mm-hmm. and i didn't want to go because i was like where the fuck is orangeville like why are you guys doing this to me i was mad you know like because mm-hmm. they told me at like three oh that day so many people were getting let go like to like foster homes or uh, other placements group homes yeah, yeah. And I happen to be one of them because they said basically like after 30 days, if you don't find somewhere, you know, they're going to like send you somewhere. Mm -hmm. So at that point, it's already been, you know, like 30 days or two or like two months, (laughs) two months, maybe 60 (laughs) days. So they was like, all right, you know, we pushing for you. It's time for you to go. And when I went, like we couldn't even find it. It was so like tucked off. It was like in a lane. 
mm-hmm. in like a big ass city area like this is orangeville like by Folsom and shit mm-hmm. but <laughs> it it was cool like on the first night like it that house was big as fuck y'all i'm talking like i feel like we were the white people with the cowboys and shit and they mm. kill people mm. and they might eat them and shit you know later on that's where you thought you were at that's where i thought i was at <laughs> and i was like oh my god the staff member he's white he a hillbilly for <laughs> show and his name was oh <laughs> i got another story about that bitch had too this motherfucker Ooh, he took my hand one time and twisted it in hella shit i was like why'd you do that he's all like because <laughs> Like, bitch. <laughs> we're gonna get back to like that second placement in a minute okay but yeah so like when you were like barely in the system for these two months or whatever did you have any resentment towards like your family or describe how you felt at that time honestly i really didn't and like it's surprising because you know like the fucking tears that i cried every night you would think that i would hold a grudge on everyone right but mm-hmm. i didn't no. I wasn't mad at my mom. I wasn't mad at my dad. I wasn't mad at nobody. I was happy. Like, even though, like, I was Your crying. Situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was happy because, like, every morning when I would wake up, like, it's the little things that, like, the girls there, they didn't see. Like, every morning, you know, every 15 minutes, you're supposed to, like, check up on them and shit. Mm-hmm. That little shit right there, you know? I'll mm. wake up to breakfast and I'll be like, hold the fuck on. Like, I actually fuck with this shit. This shit's smack. <laughs> like, I never wake up to no shit like that. I gotta wake up and cook my own shit. And I was only nine to eight years old asking my mom to, Mom, can you wake up and cook me? Like, no, I was like a princess because these people are paid to come to their shift and cook us breakfast before we wake up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, yeah, we had to follow program and shit, but I was living life. I got so fat. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I was a bad bitch. Mini bougie door, hoe. Fuck you mean. <laughs> So during this time, were you close to any of your siblings or family members that may have been able to help you get out of the situation, like like out of the system, so make you go live with them or something? Um, actually, yes. Um, definitely my two brothers and like um, my second oldest brother's girlfriend. They were really close to me at the time. Like they were like trying to find any like way to get you back i guess yeah yeah but like it was hard because you know they were young and like they didn't have credit and stuff but i know Mm. they definitely did think about it they were like how can we save up money to help jada but you know it was just like i told them you know like you have to have a separate room for me with like everything you know Mm -hmm. they're like yeah like we don't know if we can afford that and stuff yeah but yeah they definitely did try their best to help me yeah because i think legally you have to have your own bed and your own dresser basically your own privacy yeah i don't know about your own room because sometimes like they do put like two people per room yeah it just depends yeah. <clears throat> um but for sure is a bed and a dresser isn't that crazy like that's all you need yeah okay let's talk about some group home life so Ooh. after the crh you kind of touched up that you went to another placement which was a group home out in the cuts out in the middle of nowhere out in the in the boonies cro- yeah <laughs> it was in the boonies y'all so what was that group home like for you i can say like i definitely loved it mm-hmm. like but i think it's because like the way that i held myself up like you know nobody was fucking with me 
Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of times, like people who are in the system, like the listeners, like if you're in the system, you know the feeling. Like if you go to a new place, you feel anxious, right? Because you're like, the girls aren't gonna like me, or da da da. I know, like a lot of people used to always say that in the group home, like, oh, I don't want to go to a new group home because the girls, the girls, the girls, the girls. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like. I don't know. That kind of made my stay, like, just way better. Because, like, I was, like, the littlest one. But I ran on bitches. That's why <laughs> I felt like this shit. Because I was just, like, my like my personality, my attitude, my mindset is just popping, you know? And mm-hmm. it's, like, when... I don't know. I guess you can say, like, when you got your head held up high, can't shit phase you. And them hoes was just, like, they was on all my level, you know? Mm-hmm. That shit made my group home better, bitch. Because that shit made me the center of attention. And I was the princess of the house. <laughs> and period. Yeah. So, like, what's a typical day like at that group home for you? Typical day is, like, I wake up at, like, fucking 6, 7 in the morning. Um, I would always clean the bathroom. Like, deep clean the fuck out of it. Because um, I was just scared that the hose was out there fucking. So, I would deep clean, like, the, the toilet, the back of it, everything. Mm-hmm. The tub. And then I would take a shower, and then I would find something to eat, and then usually I would, like, go with whatever staff member was on shift to drop off, like, all the girls. Or if they were getting in the car and driving off, I wanted to come. Mm -hmm. I didn't even care. And I would, um, really, I would just roam the streets with them wherever the fuck they went. And then we'd come back home, we'll watch movies, and we'll eat, and then, yeah, I feel like I was always on the road. Mm Mm-hmm. So you weren't starting, you, you didn't start school yet? Um, I did start school, actually. <laughs> Dude, I was bad. Like, okay, the first, I totally forgot about this part, y'all. The first two months of me being at the group home, like, I was bad because, like, my grandmother, she, like, she was, like, brain dead for, like, a whole, like, week straight. So, like, my mind was fucked up, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, she made it to, like, 98, I think. So, it was just sad to see her go. Mm-hmm. Um, so that right there, that really fucked me up. And then on top of that, like, I was dealing with, like, issues with this dude that I loved so dearly. Like, no, like literally unconditionally, I loved him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was young and, like, that shit, everything was just eating me up inside. Mm-hmm. So in order to, like, manage and get through with my day, I had to, like, skip school with, like, one of my good-ass friends that I still fuck with to this day. Gave you a real-ass <laughs> bitch, okay? Mwah, you my bitch. Uh but yeah like he would always like look out for me like you know like you know the people the older people think eh, bad influence but like (laughs) you know he would be like bitch you want to hit this blonde when you want to tap this drink i'm like fuck yeah Mm -hmm. and like i don't know how i was a young ass i was a young and i was only like 13 doing this shit i would go to school high and drunker than a bitch that's the only fucking way i could like literally do my work like I could, bitch. Like I could, you, so you're actually like doing your shit at school. Yeah, I was literally. That's the only way I could do my shit. And then, like you know, like sometimes I'll be like, oh no, like I'll be good. You know, like I'm not gonna skip school today. I'm gonna go to school mm-hmm. and like you know actually go to my first period and not go get high. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. Literally, my mind would just be blank and like I would just, I would just like dwell on shit. Like I would mm-hmm. just be like, why am I in this situation? Like you know, yeah. Thinking like, oh, I'm going home to a group home. Like it's never gonna end. The pain never ends. Like shit like that, yeah. you know. And then like that's when I just started like telling myself every day, like okay, when I get dropped off, the group home, like they would drop me off. Like the parking lot 
to my school was hella big, y'all. So they mm-hmm. would drop me off like at a distance where they couldn't see mm-hmm. if I made it in the gate or not. They would just leave. Mm-hmm. So I would act like I was walking to the gate. And when the group home would drive off, I would walk back. <laughs> and I would meet Such up with my bad. friends. <laughs> You're like, psych. You thought. No, literally. And I would meet up with my friends. And, bitch, I would act hella cool after school. I'd be like, hey, how was y'all day? And they, and they would have no fucking clue until, I don't know what the fuck. Somebody started snitching on me or they started catching on or something. Finally, then uh, that's the group home was like, oh, we're going to have to watch you go in the gate. I was like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no, you could, you could just drop me off right here. And they're like, no, we have to watch you go in the gate because you've been skipping school. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, bro. I, didn't, I wasn't even going to fight with them. I was like, all right, bro. And they, they were doing that for a good, like, month. Then they started getting trust in me again. And that's when I started getting my shit together because, like, after... I let it sink in that my grandmother was, like, gone. I was just thinking to myself, like, why are you doing this? She wouldn't want you doing this, you know? I was mm-hmm. thinking that. So I started getting my shit right, and I started being really open-minded, very sweet-hearted. Um, a lot of self-love for myself. And I don't, like, I don't think y'all understand how important that shit is to me. Like, self-love is everything. That, mm-hmm. you know, self-love should be everything to, to all everybody. Yeah, yeah, to all y'all self-love was like number one for me so in your opinion what are some things that could have made your experience better and you put it in supervised time <laughs> um <laughs> no y'all i feel like i really feel like i if if they would have just gave me more unsupervised time like i would have been good because i feel like they would give me only like eight hours max a day for the supervised time mm-hmm. and i just feel like it wasn't enough I eight was hours like, a day yeah I was a little ass That's a whole ass work shift. I know that. That's from fucking like 10 to like fucking 5 or 6 or fucking whatever time I used to go at. Mm -hmm. That's a long time for a little ass girl like me at the time. Trying to see her boyfriend. And you still wanted more. I still wanted more. Talking about. (laughs) But but I'm speaking about like when I was in those shoes at that time, Uh you know. Like I was thinking that I felt like I needed more time. Uh Uh-huh. Because like. When first when I would have a uh, supervised visits, it would only be one hour with my family. Yeah. That shit was booty as fuck. Like, come on now. <laughs> and then so they started giving me um, six hours, then eight hours, and then with the eight hours after like three months, two months of me having that shit, I fucked it. I fucked it off. Mm-hmm. I started sleeping over, start not coming outside when the staff members would call me and be like, mm-hmm. "You need to come outside, Jada," and I'll be like, "All right," I'm and not then. Coming. I'm not coming. <laughs> You can leave now. <laughs> Dude. Like, this bitch, I'm going to kill her. <laughs> Write me up. I'm AWOL. <laughs> I'm coming back tomorrow. I promise. <laughs> it's been a week. Bitch, it's been a week. We hear back for you now. You said tomorrow, seven days ago, bitch. You're gonna get seven days. Okay, I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> Matter of fact, they taking me there. Don't even pick me up. I'm on the way. Fuck. Oh my gosh. Okay. So during all of this, did you have somebody to confide in? Like all your time at the group home? Um, yes, I definitely did. <laughs> she was the bestest bitch ever. Can I say who it is? Or yeah, introduce me. <laughs> so the person that i confided in y'all 
It's by Arlene Pooh. Y'all don't know, but <laughs> she from LA. She thick and make the dude say hey. <laughs> Y'all already know. know about that later. Okay. No, but it was definitely Arlene. I just feel like she, like at the time, she was just like everything to me. Like she was a friend, but at the same time, like a mother. You know. So it was like I don't know. Everything was just like she made me feel like comfort. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, she'll let me get away with some shit, and then sometimes, like when it was like for real, for she'll like, check. yeah, she'll be like, all right, little bitch, like, don't be doing too much. <laughs> I remember, like, let me not say that. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, don't incriminate me. <laughs> so, what are some things you wish you would have done differently at that time? So, what is like the eighteen-year-old now? wish little jada would have done differently and definitely focus more on myself um there was a time where like i let this little boy get in my vision mm-hmm. and it really fucked everything up like i know you guys probably think like oh you know like a little boy wouldn't fuck everything up, but it did i had things aligned with my life that like if they would have followed through and i wouldn't have focus so much time on that little boy like my life would have been so much different i'm talking about so much different y'all nothing compared to this shit right now (laughs) i mean i'm doing good for living by myself and stuff but nothing compared to it Mm -hmm. but definitely focusing more on myself like i had enough self-love like i you know like i said but i just feel like i felt i put too much of my time into him Mm -hmm. when he didn't do the same back and that fucked Mm -hmm. me up you know yeah so focus self-love you guys self-love is key y'all so did you meet any people in the group home that you still talk to today like and it could be like staff or or residents or like other girls um yeah actually you're one of them and then this other girl um i'm not gonna say her name because you know i didn't ask her but yeah she's cool and she has a kid now she like drew like a picture a painting of me and it's it's hanging up right there yeah but yeah she was cool for it was weird though because at first like we were hella cool and then like later like she was like she the staff called me out and she was like oh you know she wants to talk to you and i was like she wants to talk to me Mm -hmm. what you there like the staff like with you there and she was like yeah like you know just so nothing happens and i was like what you know i was confused because i was like this bitch is my friend like why she want to you know mm-hmm. and she was just like i feel um like you think i'm intimidated by you or you think i'm better you're better than me or some shit like that and i was like what what is going on I was here laughing, bitch. <laughs> i was like i'm mad confused honey like no that's not but yeah other than that like she's hella cool Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. I don't know if I should take a shot right now or after. You gonna cry, bitch. <laughs> she ain't wrong. You guys, I snuck. I was gonna bring a bottle, one of the bottles that I brought from Mexico, but I didn't want to bring a whole ass bottle because the plans kind of failed. Um, so I put liquor in my little flask and I put it in my suitcase and now it's here. And I might take a shot. She smuggled some shit, y'all. It smells really good. It's Tres Generaciones Añejo Cristalino. This bitch is the reason why I stopped drinking. Because this bitch <laughs> fucking... Don't say that. <laughs> bitch, no. I'm going to say that. I'm going to let them know why, okay? Y'all, I ain't no pussy-ass bitch. I, every time this bitch come around, she'd be like, 
I raise no bitch. And I'll be like, I fucking, I ain't no bitch. <laughs> so you guys, like we've mentioned before, me and Jasmine, we both mentioned, like with each and every episode, you guys might learn something new about us. Um, this is definitely one of those things, you guys. So... Like I said, when I introduced her, she gave me a glimpse of what motherhood might look like for me in the future, and that is because... I'm about to tell y'all. Yeah, I'm about to tell y'all. I was about to be a mother. You know, I... It took me a lot. I think I thought about it not soon after you moved to the group home when we first started to, like, get comfortable with each other. Like, two, three months? Yeah. I'm like, hmm, something's different about this girl. Like, she's going places. She just needs a little guidance. So, I low-key started to think about fostering her. And it, and I knew it was a big step. So, obviously, like, I didn't go into it. Like, I waited it out to see, mm-hmm. like, how her behavior was. If she was really serious or, you know, just fucking around. <laughs> being a kid. Um, so, I thought about it for a year. And after the year, I'm like, you know what? Like, let me see where this goes. Like... Let me start, you know, asking people how to go about this. And I did. I set up a meeting um, just to see what the procedures were or, like, the process and, like, the requirements. And so I'm like, it's not that bad. Like, I think I could do it. And at this point, I I, I was still, I think I was graduating almost already. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, was, I was pretty much about to be done with school. And, like, I felt like, I really did feel like I had my shit together. Like, I was kind of done with partying already. I'm like, like, I wasn't into partying anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I felt like I was able to put more to my plate, like, more responsibility or, like, you know. Yeah. Um, you could take on that much. Yeah. So, I think I was ready for sure. Um, so, things led to another. And I think one time, like... I think I just told you, right? Or do you remember when I... I remember. Um, I'm about to cry, y'all. This shit's fucking hilarious. No. <laughs> fucking... Okay, it was one night when, like, she had left to, like, uh, back to her hometown, like, to L.A. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, I fucking damn near cried because this bitch was leaving. I was like, you're going to leave me for the weekend. <laughs> Didn't you hop out your window before my last shift? <laughs> He busted the screen open. <laughs> no, Bye. I really fucking did. <laughs> I what fucking did that because every time this motherfucker will leave, I'll be like, "You got, you have to give me a hug. Like, mm. it's necessary, bitch." So when I seen that she got in her car, ready, I was like, "Oh, she, she, like, she, yeah. she kicked the screen out her window." <laughs> I was like, "This bitch thinks she's slick. She can leave without not giving me a hug." I'm gonna show this bitch watch. <laughs> I'm gonna kick my window down. And she I did. Kicked my window down, bitch. I got to ninja run. status. Ninja <laughs> status. This Asian in me then kicked the fuck in. Okay. <clears throat> no, but okay. Let's for real now. So it was this one day when she was taking me to like my hair appointment, and she was like, "So like I have news for you." And I was like, "I was a kid. Like I didn't think like nothing much of it. I was just like, maybe she's gonna give me some food, bitch. My fat." <laughs> They're just gonna take me to Taco Bell. McDonald's. My fat ass literally loved Taco Bell and McDonald's. I was like, oh, you know, like, that'd be perfect. <laughs> no, girl. She was like, the good news is, I talked to, um, I forgot what his name was, but he was pretty much like the chief director. Yeah, of the agency. Of, like everything. <clears throat> so, like, basically, wish, um, she made it 
she made it like well not seem because that's mm-hmm. what it was but it was like everything was good basically like what they talked about it seemed like it was going to be good like down the right path and stuff and then like days and months well let's just say days not months days mm-hmm. flew by and like of course you know like i'm showing her like i want i actually want this mm-hmm. and so you know like we just start working on our bond and stuff and i'm letting her know like you know i'm gonna be calling you my mother okay like, like yeah like <laughs> period and so like i already told y'all like you know like i felt really comfortable with her and stuff so mm-hmm. i was just being my true self but i definitely did like step on toes when it started getting towards like the summertime and that's when i started like i was like hot girl summer there was this, there was this little dude there was this little boy that this 14 year old talking about hot girl summer y'all bitch no i would literally run away from the group homes and like i would be with this dude and like his friends and like we would just be like smoking all day and we would just go out to eat all the time like mm-hmm. i was in the fucking streets like a badass little baby kid at least i wasn't hoeing though period let's be clear let's be clear (laughs) no but yeah like with with me and arlene like i don't know with me and her it's just always been like like that Mm -hmm. we was just some solid ass bitches she knew she knew what was up she knew me yeah so what happened after so okay yeah so we talked about it it was good um i think i had even i was actually even looking at places because originally my plan i had a roommate at the time my college roommate um but i since i knew like i wanted to do this like i didn't want to sign her up for something like she you know that like i didn't know where she was at either like in life i don't know if she was ready for this um and i didn't even like think to talk about it with her because it was my decision originally so i even started looking like at other places i don't know if i ever told you I don't places think just so. Yeah, I don't think I did. But I was like looking for places that I was gonna like. The plan was to move out of that apartment and like for something else. Mm-hmm. Um, look at me. I, I thought I was adulting, you guys. Um, no, she definitely was. She was a boss ass. <laughs> I had my life together. She did. Yeah. She did. Um. So yeah, and I think I had found a place where I'm like, okay, like let me like let her know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So my roommate, she was kind of like shook that like I was gonna do this, and but I think she was more shook that I was gonna like leave her, like hey. yeah, and um so eventually like I think she kind of like came on board just so like she wouldn't have to find a roommate or like you know like get left yeah like with the Why whole you? rent and stuff yeah yeah. yeah. So she was on board, um, so she was gonna like you know I guess not not, not parent right because she was just gonna live with us like, right um so that was that and then I think I had told you that right that she was gonna really, like still be roommates but you were gonna have like your own room oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and then I think I told you that like around summer mm-hmm. but then I noticed so like from what I from what I could remember like that's how it kind of went like it was good you were getting your shit together like I was finding places but you didn't know that and then, like, I I told you, you know, what was going to go down the plan. Like, just keep it up. And, like, you should be able to move in. Mm-hmm. And you'll have your own room, but me and my roommate will be sharing one room. Yeah. And that's how it's going to go down. But then summer came. 
<laughs> you started AWOLing. I started AWOLing so bad. I like, I definitely do regret that. Yeah. Yeah. I do. And eventually, like, it was. Because, I mean, I try to understand it because, though, like, if I were a teenager in a group yeah. home in the summertime, obviously I would want to do some reckless stuff too, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to do a photo show with my friends. For real. <laughs> So, like, I got it, too, but then, like, we were in the middle of this process, so, like, um, I didn't get upset. It was just, like, so... You tried to, like, understand the whole... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, from one hand, it was hard because I was trying to take you in, and, like, you started building up paperwork of your A-walls, and um, I'm like, fuck, like, if she keeps it up, like, it's gonna be, like, a red flag. Because if you're doing this here, like, what makes, you know, me and, like... The people that are gonna prove like the placement, like I you know, do it with you. Yeah. Um, and I think I told you, right? Did I tell you? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I think I told you, like, hey, like, chill with it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you definitely did make it clear, like, you know, you're gonna have to cut that shit out. Mm-hmm. But you didn't. And I think I remember getting a call from the chief, the uh, director of the agency. He brought it up to my attention, like. Because, yeah, he receives all, like, the paperwork, all the AWOLs, all the incident reports. Yeah. And, um, obviously, like, yours was already highlighted because, like, they were going to try to, like, undergo the process. So, like, mm-hmm. they were going to look into you for sure. It's, like, they were kind of just flagged of any paperwork that came in that was from you. So, you had already, like, accumulated a couple, like, a little stack. And so, he brought me in. He's like, hey, so let's talk. And then we talked. And he's like, so what's going on? I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like, I've talked to her. Um... And then he basically just uh, mentioned, like, so are you willing to do this? Or do you even think, like, it's the right time right now? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I like I did think it was the right time. But, like, right now, like, it's just these behaviors are, like, not it. not what I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. but from the paperwork and, like, everything, you know, ideally it didn't look right. And it wasn't ideal, mm-hmm. you know? So... It was, like, you guys, I'm, I'm talking, like, AWOLs, like, for days, for weeks, like, back, like, just, she come, go back again, like, I would it was, stay like, for, like, one day or two days, and I would leave for, like, two to three weeks. Yeah. So, it was, it was a pretty serious AWOL, so I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, I think that's when we started, like, hitting you up, because your bet was gonna, your bet was already at risk, right? Yeah, my, yeah, my bet was at risk, and then I came back one day, and, like, all my shit was all packed up. Mm-hmm. I had to pack them up. That was sad. Did you cry? Yeah. Uh, You're like, this dumb I bitch. I felt some type of way I did. Because I knew, like, if you weren't going to get your stuff together, like... It's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, at that point, like, we had already, like, terminated the process. But then, like, I'm like, dude, like, where is this bitch going to go? Like... I'm still worried. Cause... Yeah, I mean, for sure. It's like... Like, I was still worried about, like, where you were going to go or, like, what was going to happen to you, your placement. Like, at least if, when it was at the house, like, you know, not that I was going to keep tabs on you, but, like, I could, you know, be aware of your progress or, like, mm-hmm. you know, your little downfalls and try to help you, like, get your shit together, you know? Yeah. Um, But at other places, like, I had no control over it. Yeah. So, we packed up your stuff and eventually she lost her placement at our group home they Um, they ended up storing all my shit at like um it's like where all the social workers have their offices 
they ended up storing my, all my stuff there and then i think i came back for it, and then i came to live with them at the group home again but they called me one day hell out of nowhere they're like you have to come today like right now right now because <laughs> when i went awol i went awol for like months y'all i'm telling y'all like damn near a whole fucking year after that whole year came it was like summertime again and they were like um if you want this place like you have to come today because didn't you call yeah i called and i i just let them know like it was crazy because i remembered their number by heart i can't remember it to this day but i remembered it yeah yeah for a long ass time and i was like you know i'm gonna call them and i'm gonna let them know like i told the admin of that house i was like hey um can you guys take me back please (laughs) basically (laughs) and i was like i'm not going to no other group home like but if y'all take me back like i'll come and then literally like two days later she was like um oh i have a placement for you next week and i was like okay that's perfect then she was like oh today friday and it was hella sad because like the dude that i was with like we were hella mad in love at that time and like on fridays we usually like we were young and shit so we would like go out chill with our friends and shit (laughs) do hood rat shit do hood rat (laughs) shit i was like fuck man i can't even do that yeah so this time that she was away you said it was like a year year and a half like a year she was technically on the run because there was already like a report yeah there was a report out the sheriffs knew about it um missing kid it's technically a missing persons report at that point yeah um so she was a little delinquent on the run at that point i was (laughs) so that was that that was her life at the group home so we want to know what happened after you left group home five what happened after i left group home five shit went rocky like well like when we closed down like after that like dude after the whole entire agency closed down y'all i just like that's when i really didn't give a fuck i was like okay i'm never gonna find another group home you guys want to send me to group home five which is the only place that i feel like at home i went to like two or three other group homes after group home five before it closed down and like that shit was naughty i did not fuck with it at all Mm -hmm. but i don't know i feel like i really lost myself yeah because before we closed down you had actually like that's when you came back yeah that's when i came back yeah and like that's when i told everyone i was like you know like i'm known like i'm flight risk and stuff Mm -hmm. known for awalling and i was like i'm really gonna get it right this time Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna focus on myself you know and at this time like i had dude y'all i had depression so bad i was fucking skinny Mm-hmm. I was so skinny, so I was just like, you know, like, I'm going to eat better and shit, and, like, I'm going to focus on what I need to focus on. Mm-hmm. Within, like, a month of me being there, dude, like, I had to leave. And it was fucked up, because, like, the, the fucking group home, <laughs> they didn't find me a place to fucking stay. So I had to take my shit and bring it to my baby dad's house and stay with them. But didn't you leave earlier, though? Yeah, I left earlier. Like, before any of the girls? Um... Cause did you? I thought you kind of just left with your boyfriend. I did. I think you kind of just. Uh, I started leaving with yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's when they like started packing up my stuff, and then like there was only like two girls left mm-hmm. out the house. Yeah. I was laughing because <laughs> do you remember the day we told you guys? Wait. How you were hella high? <laughs> oh, bro, y'all. Okay, so the admin lady that like like ran the house and shit she came out and like i had just got done smoking mind you everybody knew that i smoked right 
and at this time like we never had this before but we had like a therapist for the house mm-hmm. and she was new to me because she wasn't around when i was around so when i came back she was around mm-hmm. and they were like you know they sat us down and stuff and they're like well we want to talk to you guys and they're like basically like it's closing down and like i couldn't do shit but like just sit there and just look at everyone and their reactions and look down and look back up and look at everyone's reaction look back down look up i was just like i don't know how you guys want me to feel like this shit's like i don't know if it's funny i don't know if it's sad i'm high bitch i don't want to be sad like i'm high and the the girl next to you the other girl next to me dude i fucking love and hate this little bitch she was like like looking down the gimbal. Oh, I'm gonna miss you guys. I fucking lost it, yo. I looked at her lean and I was like, <laughs> You guys, um, at this, like, I had already excused myself from, like, they're in the dining room. And, like, I already knew this was coming. I'm like, I did not want to be there, like, to tell the girls. Because, you guys, it was very heartbreaking very for me. and stuff. Yeah, and so like as soon as the conversation started i excused myself into the other room it was a kitchen but there was like a big window so I, i'm able to see like you know the conversation and everybody mm-hmm. um so like i think i started washing dishes or something just to like not like be in the conversation but yeah to some girls it. started to holler like they were crying and then as soon as like i i heard that i'm like no there was like a knot in my throat and then my co-worker like she started coming too and she she had tears in her eyes i'm like no get the Everyone fuck away was crying dude i was literally like the only one that wasn't crying and then later yeah. like <laughs> the admin miss b she was like jada are how you, do you how do you feel like you know you you're not crying and i'm just like bitch you want me to cry what the fuck? i was like why does she want me to cry so bad like <laughs> it wasn't that she wanted you to cry it's just you how had can you no not reaction have no. but i know that it's because you were high. you had just gone yeah. done getting high and i think everybody knew that but i don't know why she i thought she was acting new <laughs> I think she still expected like some type of yeah, you're but just like blank, like no, looking like, down. You kind of even looked mad a little bit. So like, I, cause I, cause I was seeing everything. I'm like, damn, like, like I hope she just does it. I thought you were kind of gonna like blow up and walk away, mm-hmm. cause you get mad at Miss. Yeah, cause like we're like, dude, like, and I, I think you know, we even talked about it like in the office, like, dude, like, I don't know, like, I think we were iffy with your reaction because you had literally like you were on your shit. You're like, I'm changing, like, I'm tr- I'm here to get my shit Jay's together, and then pissed. we're like, dude, like, we're fucking closing, like, no. So we were kind of like scared. I think she was gonna be. I think she was thinking like, oh, the old Jada's gonna come back, the anger management Jada, like she's gonna flip the table. <laughs> Fuck all y'all, bitch! I came back for no reason. <laughs> she thought you were probably gonna destroy the house. Um, but yeah, there was like no reaction from you. And meanwhile, the other girls they were like bawling their eyes out. We were kind of too. And she's and that's why she like picked on you. <laughs> she she definitely was like and then i think like i don't know what i said like i don't think i laughed because that's just rude but i think i was like i think you kind of just i think i was like i don't know like i don't i'm not gonna react right now but i know it's gonna hit me later that's what i said oh god that's exactly what i said yeah no but i liked that eileen when when started crying and i think eileen just looked down because she was like bitch you're rude <laughs> I, I thought she was gonna laugh with me but i knew she was like uh-uh bitch this is not the time that was my bitch though bruh <laughs> she was and then she stole from me she was crazy though y'all so 
the group home closed down so after that what happened to you what was your situation like where what was your school thing were you in school Dude. out of school working after pregnant that, what after <laughs> that like my whole life literally went downhill i got so fucking skinny like that that was like the biggest change because if you know me like you know jada like she always been fucking chunky bruh mm-hmm. and i got skinny and then like i don't know i just lost myself as a person i stopped doing my makeup on the daily i stopped talking to friends and stuff stop i started losing contact and touch just with friends family and myself mm-hmm. um i didn't even go to school so that's what made it even worse like my life was i just feel like i was living for nothing you know mm-hmm. i just i was just living there because it was like i don't know why i was living there i was young but it was it wasn't cool because like the person i was living with like his brothers and shit and his family like they would like i don't know they would treat me so much as if like i was of course i was an outsider you know but like just too much just like too much you know and it just started making me feel like why am i even why do i have to go through this kind of shit you know like Mm -hmm. that's what put me even like more like in a darker place and stuff but i overcame that shit now bitch i'm in my own shit yeah because wouldn't they mess with your stuff at one point they they definitely did like they were like pretty much clown on you be like oh where's she gonna go yeah they would and like it was fucked up because like they would be like it would be like three in the morning dude like now like i'll be fighting with like you know my dude mm-hmm. and like they would wake up and they'll be like bro get the fuck out of our house like go to your families da-da-da. and then i'll just be like mm-hmm. like what families you know like where do you want me to go like i don't have nowhere to go yeah except if i go to the group home and then like i would start getting frustrated and i would start arguing with my mans because i'll be like you're not even like you're not sticking up for me. me you're not doing anything but i ain't gonna lie like one time we got kicked out because like it was just too much you and both then, did or- well i got he the older brother started pressing him and he was just like bro get your bitch out the house and then like um it was like bro it was it was crazy bro and then he was just like well then i'm leaving with my bitch too Mm -hmm. and we slept in the car for like one day and then i think he caught him and he was like okay like just come back Mm -hmm. and yeah that was that all the way up until i got pregnant then like that's when his family finally started like respecting me and started treating me like if i was fucking theirs or whatever Mm -hmm. that shit was booty as fuck because i was just like i had to get pregnant you know but i got treated like a fucking queen so it was whatever um so what happened after you got pregnant you turned yourself in and after like i what? got pregnant i did not turn myself in my fucking social worker popped up in my hospital bed i came out from getting dressed or take i was like peeing or something bro and like she then she came in and i was just shook wait like when you were in labor i already had the baby but they knew you were pregnant right i know she had no idea and then when she came in she was like is this why you don't want to see me in person because so she knew that i was on the run Mm -hmm. the second time after i ran away when the group home closed down yeah because they were like we can't find you nowhere you know so Mm -hmm. you can stay with him but just go to school so she knew i was on the run but she didn't know i was pregnant so then she kept pressing the issue she's like i have to see you in person otherwise like you know we're gonna have to send someone out to come look for you mm-hmm. then i think that's when i don't think i blocked her i never blocked anyone 
I just stopped replying to her. Mm. Yeah. You made her hunt you down to a I freaking hospital bed. But I'm pretty sure, like, she was the one that, like, I was just too cool with. I would tell her way too much shit. I would tell her, like, I'm pregnant. Like, don't tell nobody shit. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure she told my social worker. Yeah, I think, well, to some extent, yeah. It's because you still are, you still were or are a ward yeah, of the state. Yeah. So, so there's she, shit that they have to know. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's, Damn. So you got pregnant, then what? So then you got into back into the system? Yeah, I got back into the system. I started staying with my foster mom. I love her so much. Um, she's a really sweet lady. Mm-hmm. She's just, um, sometimes, like, she doesn't, we don't see eye to eye because I just feel like she's not realistic, you know? Mm-hmm. With, like, some stuff. It's like, I feel like it's backwards what she'd be saying. But I love her, though. I've been with her for, like, a year and, like, a half. And then, like, a few days after my birthday, she told me that I could stay until, like, they gave me my apartment, which was, like, two months after my birthday. Mm -hmm. But then, like, three days after my birthday, she started, like, she broke into my room and she packed up all my shit. That shit broke my heart. Yeah. Because I was like, wow. You know, she couldn't even tell me. I had to hear it from the other girls. Mm -hmm. It was three in the morning, and the other girl, she was like, are you home? And I was like, no, why? She was like, um, auntie's in, we called her auntie. She was mm-hmm. like, auntie's in your room with brand new boxes. You might want to come home. Was it because, like, she was making room for another girl to stay there or what? Or yeah, because she was like, you're not even here half the time. Like, I could be making money off somebody else, mm-hmm. basically. I mean, I, I wasn't mad at her for it, though, because it's true. I was never home. I just needed somewhere to stay at because, you know, I don't want to stay with them. Like, I yeah they spent years fucking making fun of me about where the fuck i would stay at mm-hmm. now i got my own shit to go home to period <laughs> okay so you got your apartment what was that like it was y'all it was like the best thing ever i literally bought every fucking thing in my house like i would say almost everything like by myself like everything like the wi-fi and shit i hooked that shit up by myself <laughs> i did the smud i did it with this girl right here she took me oh yeah we did go to smud mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she actually flew just to see my house she was supposed to sleep over and stuff but there was like hella bullshit going on there was some shit going with a new man <laughs> man i got a baby daddy and a boy and a husband okay hey. ex-husband so boyfriend whatever you want to call it Hey, yeah, that's a whole different topic. That's a whole different topic, y'all. That's for season four, episode five. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. So I did, I did fly in when she told me. Like I got excited. Yeah, but I saw you a couple times before I had left back to LA. I saw you with baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got a little trashed. No, they picked me up. Yeah. And then I went to his house and I slept because I was so fucking tired. He didn't wake me up. Oh, yeah, you were still at auntie's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I got home, and I got so fucking trashed. Of course, I didn't tell her. What are you, crazy? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, and I think that was... I shortly... I left back home. I moved back to L.A. shortly after that. And then I flew back. Once she got her place, we went shopping. I think I helped you move some stuff, no? I think you did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep, you did. I remember, yeah get you settled in mm-hmm. but i was like i was excited for you to get your own little place i know 
her her out of everyone i was like she she got to see this because mm-hmm. this is crazy it yeah, was his little 14 year old little jada child coming into the group home with her little hot head <laughs> yeah and she's came a long way i definitely have dude we we both have like yeah that shit is crazy i'm just glad that like she never cut me off for the fucked up thing that i did like if if I went through all that with a with a child, I know you a child and all, but she gonna play with my time like that. <laughs> I told her sorry so many times, dude. Like I know how much that shit hurt her, mm-hmm. but she still stayed. Yeah, that's like the most important thing to like stick around. When shit, especially when shit goes south, like that's when you need people the most. And when I left, when I had to leave um, Sacramento. Mm-hmm. You're one of the reasons why I didn't want to leave. I'm like, no. Because I, like, obviously, we would go back and forth. We weren't not going back and forth, but there were times where you would, like, reach out. And then, like, you know, you you would do your own thing. Mm -hmm. And, like, my thought was, like, I don't want her to reach out and then me, like, not physically be available or like in Sacramento and stuff. So I'm like, no. But, yeah. No, that definitely (laughs) did kill me, dude. Like, when she was leaving, because I was like, Whatever the fuck I want, like, if I wanted to, like, pull up to her house and be like, I'm waiting for you outside, like, you know, like, I need you. Mm -hmm. I could because she wasn't, you know, she was, like, only so far. But then I was like, six-hour drive, bitch, two-hour flight. What are you going to do with that? What am I going to do with that? (laughs) I'm going to kill somebody by then, shit. Yeah, no, but we still keep in touch. Yeah, we still do. We still make time for each other. Like, I know, like... I used to get butt hurt when like I would call her and she would decline my call. I'd be like, bitch, what are you doing? Ho? I'm just kidding. No, yeah, um, but I learned that like we you know we're grown, we got shit to do, so mm-hmm. you know we reply when we can. Mm-hmm. But we still keep it lit. Yeah, you guys. So that was it. Do anything else you want to add? Some shit you want to talk about? Oh, did we talk about guys? Cock talk. <gasps> Jasmine really wanted to know about the cock talk. <laughs> okay, you guys, we're about to enter the little cock talk segment. So tell us about the boys, honey. Y'all. Okay, so right now, like, I don't give a fuck if this gets out on YouTube. Little firework. F- fuck it, we thugging. Okay, so right now, currently, um, I have this dude staying with me. He my ex-husband, y'all. I don't like how she uses the word husband already. Homegirl's only 18. He my I, boyfriend. Sorry. Thank he, you. He my boyfriend. Okay, so <laughs> he was my boyfriend, but he was staying with me. But, like, pretty much I just felt like I was the man in the relationship. And, like, he didn't adore me. Like, oh, babe, you just got your na- your lashes done. They look fire. Or you, or you got your nails done. What color are you getting them type shit? You know? Like, the little things matter to us females like that. And when the men don't, like, um they don't take recognition or they don't recognize the differences and what you got going on mm-hmm. that shit pissed me off mm-hmm. especially when you just sitting at home not paying no bills <laughs> you're just playing the game and you're not even making me feel pretty yeah you know so i ain't gonna lie to some fucked up ass shit one day and like he got all his shit he got the fuck up out of here then my baby dad felt like it was cool for us to be back together that shit didn't work out I started taking time to myself, little crazy motherfucker. 
little crazy motherfucker mm. but they both cool though i have a fetish for mexican dudes i don't know why <laughs> they're just so fire like yeah particularly ones with long hair well these two ones that i'm talking to right now they don't have long they have fades bitch okay but my baby daddy <laughs> and my boyfriend so you guys are officially back together who your boyfriend no then why are you calling him your boyfriend because bitch i'm a pimp girl bye so ex my ex the ex do you plan to like get back with your ex no i'm gonna be so honest y'all my ex like we connect like on a spiritual level bitch don't laugh laugh. (laughs) i wasn't going to (laughs) we literally connect on like a different level i don't know you you just ever like hit it off really good with that one person but it's like it's like we'll do it and then like we'll be around each other for so long we have to fall off for that shit to come back again but when it comes back like we're hella good for hella long and then like we'll fall off for like a week or two i think you guys are just like um from what i've seen from from an out from an outsider looking in because i have seen you guys like talk and like what you've told me Mm -hmm. and i look at it sounded good like from you know i'm like okay like i have you here he's different from the baby daddy like okay like you know at some point just like his actions weren't matching like his you words. know what you were t- you know you're like your plans or whatever oh, right, what right, you right. have were, what you guys were planning on doing it just came to a point where he was literally like leeching off of you mm-hmm. you know he moved into and i remember when you got your apartment i'm like nope don't let him into your house and you did and what happened it went bad y'all accountability so she had to get a new placement she has this is the second apartment that she's gotten (sighs) and nothing really changed honestly it 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 sucks i actually did want to i think i just expected more from this guy for you you know what i mean because like i ain't gonna lie y'all like for 18 years old like my standards are high like you know you gotta fuck with somebody on your league you know yeah and then two you are only 18 and mind you like (laughs) from what we talked about already like i spent pretty much my whole like childhood with one man the baby daddy yeah so i when my baby dad um fucked up on his behalf i left dude and i went and got with this other dude literally like a week after so i didn't give myself no time to Mm -hmm. heal and throughout the whole time like i would literally run back to both of them one because i wanted to stay with my baby dad for the family but i simply hated him then with the other dude like i just loved being around him because we had fun and like you like i think you like his company but at the end of the day you guys are together to build something and he's not building anything or he's not exactly making any moves he wasn't contributing to my level ups yeah like anything little you know like whether it was a new job or like fucking i want to like upgrade the, how the place look or mm. you know little investments and shit like that what can we do to make more money shit like that you know it was just it kind of started feeling like um we're just roommates mm-hmm. and we just fuck buddies mm-hmm. oh, okay and you know like sometimes like men think just because like you give them the pussy like their problems are gone mm like no that's not how it works like we still have you know shit to talk about yeah just because i fucked you don't mean it's all gucci but i don't know like i 
I had to like definitely put my feet down and like tell him to get the fuck out. So right now I'm like nobody lives with me. Like it's just all my shit in here. And I would advise you to keep it that way. Like you're finally here at a place where you're alone in your place. As it should have been from the get go. Yeah. So my advice to you is to try to keep, try your best to keep it that way. Try your best not to like reach out to them. Or you can just don't let them in your space. Don't give them that control you know or invite yeah definitely because then like, one thing um, definitely leads to another and that's how they get stuck in here and then when push comes to shove like they're over here kicking down your door literally literally dude <laughs> like my door's literally broken but i feel like um that's like for some reason the men that i come across in my life i'm gonna be honest they see that i'm vulnerable like i'm weak when it comes to men and that's a lot to do with like your past yeah so i don't blame myself because i'm still learning and i'm yeah i mean at least i'm you know i'm trying different shit and i'm actually putting my foot down you know to close off this cock talk little segment my advice for you is for one you're still young i don't think you should focus on getting with a dude right now relationships at all yeah right now no like you finally have your, like i said you finally have your freedom you finally have your own place mm-hmm. i feel like you should like keep it going and like do you learn more find about you again. yeah definitely find yourself again not just for you now but that way you're able to like provide more for your family and give more you know for family. the more you have in the more you can put out mm-hmm. especially like when it's about you like get back into that Mm self-love you know start feeling confident again just be that bad bitch that you were meant to be period (laughs) but you guys that concludes our fucking episode four period tt bye bye (laughs) we'll see you guys next week for more oh do you what do you want to give your handle or where could they reach you at or no yes y'all follow me on instagram at Pretty Ling with four G's and two underscores, y'all. We'll type it down in the description. Bye. Bye. Period.